It's happy hour again from Uptown New Orleans. Hello, I'm Grant Morris. Happy hour is part of the family of shows on the podcast network. It's NewOrleans.com. When you walk into a bar in New Orleans and you pull up a bar stool, you never know who's going to be sitting on either side of you. What you do know is no matter what they look like, what they're wearing, whether they just got out of a limousine or just got out of jail, they're going to be happy to talk to you because that's New Orleans and this is happy hour. A cocktail-fueled 60 minutes of random conversation with folks who have nothing in common. Other than we're all New Orleanians in a bar today, we're at the fabulous Wayfair on Ferret Street, which is just a couple of blocks down from Napoleon Avenue, where they have a fabulous happy hour here every day from 3 o'clock to 6 o'clock in the afternoon. They have a fabulous brunch on the weekends, which is technically Saturday and Sunday. And during happy hour, all drinks are half price. Did you know that, you guys? I did not know They're that. They're all half price, and all the bar food and bar fare here is half price as well. So come down to Wayfair anytime you like and check it out, or stick around for the next hour with me and my three fabulous guests I have here. Alexandra Scott is on my left. Hello, Alexandra. Bonjour. Bonjour. Mm-hmm. How are you? You have a guitar in your hands. I assume you play the guitar. No, I just carry it around. Well, it's a beautiful looking guitar. It's sort of blonde. It is. What, I call it my Palomino guitar. Your Palomino. What color is your hair naturally? This color. This, this is, is my your real hair, hair color. color. It's the first and time what? I've had my natural hair color since I was 15. Really? I didn't know I had one. <laughs> what, what have you been up until now? Everything. Like what? Everything. What um, was the last one? Um... If you check Can't my remember. Instagram, you can find out. Well, I can check your Instagram mm-hmm. right now. Check it right now. Let's check it right now. See what color I your hair was. Do you, rem- you don't remember what your hair color It might have been blonde or... No, it was a dark brown, I think. And then before that, I think it was extremely red, like like, like fire red. red. Yes. Okay. Jeanette Bone is here as well. Jeanette, what color is your real hair? This color. This is your natural color? Yeah. What would you call that? Brown. Henna. Henna. Yeah. <laughs> it's natural. Okay. That is natural. <laughs> I wouldn't even know. It looks natural. It is natural. Now, Lindsay Lambert is here as well. Hi, Lindsay. Hi. Now, that's not your natural hair color because that's all different. Kind this of. is not. I am not naturally uh, this blonde, uh, rosy. That's not blonde either. It, it is blondish. It's is it very blonde? lovely. The salon name for it is rose gold. You can't really. The, the red, the red is kind of washed out now. I would call it teak. Teak. That's also the name of my phone, rose gold. Yeah, rose gold yeah. is your phone. Rose, rose gold is a, is a hot color right now. That's, a, that That's r- my ring. My ring's rose gold. Really? So we oh. do I'm have energy. Yes. How weird. Should what? we stop this right Gr- now? Wait, Grant, oh, just yes. to be fair, what color what? is your hair? This is my natural color. But no, but what would you call I it? I call it brown, but everyone else says it's gray. It's not brown. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Everyone says it's gray, but I look in the mirror and I don't see gray. I think that's mental problems, though, right? No, it's your blue eyes that do that. That's what fucks it up? Yeah. I should be seeing... Yeah, what? but you're delusional. But why do I think my hair is not grey, though? I don't know what that is. It's weird. Testosterone? Is it, is it, a, is it a, <laughs> uh, sort of an ego problem <laughs> of some sort? Fear of ageing? <laughs> so, Lindsay, I, last time I saw you, you were, you were, I've, met, I've met everybody. I haven't met you before, Alexandra. I'm sorry. But I know, but this is our first time, but I think we'll remember. <laughs> Next time I'll be able to say, but Usually these two other do. women I've met. How many men are you talking about? You have a boyfriend, right? Yes. Why are you reluctant to admit that? Um, I'm not. Okay. That was a very diffident kind of yes. <laughs> She's her own woman. <laughs> well, is, it, is that a bad question to ask you? I was surprised that you led with boyfriend. Oh, I heard you mention him at, we're at the bar before the show, and you mentioned my boyfriend and I were drinking something. <laughs> We, so we do assume, sometimes drink things so together. So I assume that would be like an okay. Coffee and water. That and would be an okay topic to No, it's, to totally, it's okay. How long have you been dating each other? Is it new? Is it me? Like, is it new? No, no, we've been together for a while. Okay. And is it working out? I think Wait, so. Waiting bells are in the air. We are engaged. You're engaged? Yes. Congratulations. Oh, thank you. Okay, very nice. When is the big day? I have no idea. And these other two women are both married, actually. Yep. So they can tell you a little bit about it. I was married before, so I mean... Oh, you know can, a little yes. bit about it. Okay. And what happened to him? Oh, he died. No, no oh, I'm totally fucking with you. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think you were serious, but would that, be, would that have been better than being divorced? Oh, that's a really weird question. Um, I don't... You must have thought of that. Everyone who's got divorced. I actually, so I was a yoga teacher. I was a yoga teacher when I got my divorce, and one of my yoga students asked if I wanted to hire a hitman. um, One of my private yoga (laughs) students. He was not a very nice guy, and she was like, "So, do you want do you want me to hook you up with a hitman?" And I was like, "We are literally in a yoga studio right now." 
Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. But it sounds like she knew a guy, like she had yeah. someone lined up. She was like serious old, 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 old connected New Orleans. and This was your student? Yes. Did she mention a price? No, and I'm sure I couldn't have afforded it. I should not stay. <laughs> On a yoga teacher's salary, I guess it's, you don't make that much teaching yoga, do you? You know, a, ca- a call back to last week. Grayson. Last what divorce we heard about last week, the girl walked in with a shotgun. She did. She caught her husband in bed with another woman, and she, was, she pointed a shotgun at them and contemplated whether it was worth going no, to jail for these two. never worth it for wow. the scumbags. No, never no. worth it. No, just scare them. Fire <laughs> <laughs> over their heads. No. Lindsay votes against that as I well. I vote no. no. Yeah. Right, no. That's what she did. She didn't shoot them. Lindsay didn't shoot them? No, no. This is our guest no, last week. Wait, okay, so she, cho- she walked Jennifer in, Jennifer Raven. She walked in with a shotgun, but she... No, she, she walked into the bedroom. She caught her husband in bed with another woman, and they had a shotgun in the bedroom, which she then picked up and aimed at both of them. Was it part of their wow. sex play, the shotgun? I didn't or did actually they find that keep out. Keep that in the bedroom. We should have asked. He should have yeah. probably considered that before he was uh, going to cheat on her, that that was in there. Yeah. yeah. Well... Good idea. I mean, why was Don't it not in a gun somebody. safe? And she was, what's that? Why was it not in a gun safe? I, I was raised by responsible gun owners, so this is the first thing oh, that I comes think to my mind. Oh, I think if you met her, if you go back and listen to that show from last week, you'll get the idea why they didn't have their gun in the gun safe. Okay. She, she talked about after the show, uh, if she caught her current boyfriend cheating on her, how she would skin his face. So <laughs> I don't know. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, they, no they, they didn't look like gun safe kind of people. Where were you growing up they had a gun safe? I grew up in Charlottesville, Virginia, which Ooh, no... It's in a sad state Jesus, right that's now. in the news. This is very current. Yeah. Yes, I am very topical, always. Wow. So do you know where that all happened? Can you... And you my were, mother lived next to that park. Wow. Um, yeah. So it's been a weird week for me. Yeah. I probably should have another drink. You should definitely have another <laughs> drink. I wasn't really going to drink at all, but now that Once you Once you start talking about Charlottesville, well, April can get you a drink. No worry. What would you like? Another Reposado? Okay. Okay. <laughs> Is there sure. a Reposado tequila? Uh, yes, please. Just a shot? Yes, please. Thank you, April. No, 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 tequila. tequila. I don't drink vodka. <laughs> Thank you. Mm-hmm. Gracias. So, so it's been pretty stressful for you just because you grew up there, though. What's happened? What's well, I grew sort up of- there, and I had friends who were out there and friends who, whose children saw the wreckage of the car. And, oh. I mean, like friends who were in the Vice video. Um, oh, my God. Yeah, I mean. So you've got a first-hand report. Of well, second-hand. I mean, it didn't happen to me, and I wouldn't. Well, I, I'm not I a big fan of people, people um, appropriating other people's tragedies, but. It has been an upsetting week. Goodness, yeah. the, the raw footage that they showed is terrifying. It's awful. Yes, it's terrifying. Well, the good news is that the President of the United States is all against it. Oh, yes, that's very, totally re- come out. very reassuring. Don't yeah. get me started. No, me neither. Really? We're not talking about that? No, no we should fucking talk about it. It's a, well, a, it is pretty, horrible. It is pretty amazing that the President of the United States seems to be a Nazi sympathizer. He doesn't but, seem to be. He is. Let's all be clear about that. Let's be perfectly I, I clear about that. I think he's just too stupid. He's not too stupid. No, come on. Let's, this isn't funny, and it's since we brought it up. Yes, he, he knows. Not he's not. He, he, he called them. He called the white supremacists us. Um, Did he say that? Yes, he said, he said they, the, anti, the alt-left people who attacked us. Did he actually say that? Yes, he did. Please wow. read the transcript. Okay. Um, Grayson will pull that up for us one second. Should he actually said that he actually identified with himself with... Come on, that's his base. Uh, well, there's a difference between being a, a right-wing person and being a, being a Nazi, isn't there? Not much. <laughs> I think if you once, asked a black person that, they might have a different answer. We're you, all white around this table. Yeah, but table. once you get out on the street with a, with a Nazi flag and you're doing... If you're carrying a Nazi flag, you're, you're probably a Nazi. That's what I'm saying. So mm-hmm. that's not the same thing as just a member of the Republican Party who no, I might think, have. But I would really call on the Republican Party who I, I'm prepared to concede that some of them probably are sensible. Why don't they stand up to this dictator? Why don't they stand up and do something? Well, I mean, that's the frustration. this has got to be a sea change now, doesn't I it? I think I mean, they're starting yeah. to, Jeanette. I do. I mean, it's really hard. I when hope. you look at what's going on, I mean, the, the whole basis of this democracy is that there is a two-party system. Unfortunately, there should be a three- or four-party system, but it's just down to two. But there's usually some mutual respect between them. But that seems to have been thrown out of the... completely thrown out of the equation, and it, it's, 
It's spineless. It's completely well, spineless. Well, to be fair, though, I haven't heard any Republican congressmen or senators support Trump's But statements. have you have heard you? any of them damned But at least it's Lindsey start. Graham has, and right. I believe yes. he's a Republican. Yes. Um, and I think Mitch McConnell is standing up. No, I'm sorry. Bit. Mitch McConnell has less spine than an invertebrate. <laughs> Marco Rubio. Yeah, he did. We can't hear we you, can't hear you Grayson. He was asking whether Marco Rubio had stood up against him, and the answer is yes. Right, so um, there are a few Republican members of Congress coming out well, against the president. Yes. The which press is, conference yesterday was appalling. Well, scary. It's been scary for a long time. That was we, This went beyond. down a dark hole when yeah, we, heard, we heard I was well, from Well, once we heard you from Charlottesville, it changed everything. Well, yes. wait till you hear my other dark secrets. I'm, I was trying to be funny, but it's really not funny. I'm what? sorry. I cope with humor, but there's nothing funny about this. It's hard to a find friend of mine humor, was um, doused with lighter fluid and struck in the neck by a tiki torch on the lawn at the university on Friday night, and then he had a stroke on oh Sunday after protesting Nazis all day on Saturday. He's 46. Wow. Go back a little bit there. He was doused with lighter fluid? They threw lighter fluid on a girl in a wheelchair. That, that's, wow. that's hardly accidental. No, and then they surrounded them with torches. These, he was sitting, uh, this guy's name is Tyler McGill, he was sitting on the steps watching the torch-lit procession go by, and he thought, there are about 25 students protesting, and there are about 20, and maybe they won't kill 26 people, so he joined them, and he thought, I'm 40, um, I've had a life, these kids are 20, they haven't, um, so he, but he was stood with them. And they threw light, the, the Nazis threw lighter fluid on them and then surrounded them with torches. And I've had a very hard time watching people make jokes about the tiki torches all week because if you're surrounded by people carrying torches and you're covered with lighter fluid, it doesn't really matter whether they're tiki torches or homemade Man, torches. That is bizarre. Yes. Was this on the news at all, the story? Or did you just know? It's on the news. I mean, it, especially since he had a stroke. And, it's been on the news. And I, I should mention also that there's a GoFundMe for him um, now okay. that he's having... What's his name? Tyler McGill. Tyler McGill. Okay. He's a musician and a good guy. Chilling. Yeah. Let's go I feel like I'm dominating do, the conversation do you, do you have here. any updates well, where, 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 on how he's doing? He posted to Facebook today and said, hey, what's up, guys? So, And so, he apparently well, is recognizing friends. So that's good. Yeah. Um, wow. Wait. Well, that's a bit serious, isn't it? Yeah. Douse and lighter fluid. What kind of person? <laughs> what kind of person who's carrying a lighter torch walks around with lighter fluid? I guess a coward. Yes. So they went there with the intention of, of course. throwing lighter fluid on people. They're not carrying tiki torches just to be fun, no. right? I mean, with all their. I thought it was a sort of the whole Nazi look, you know, the sort of fire though. Well, that comes. That's pretty loaded too. Isn't mm -hmm. it? Good heavens! Well, that's interesting. I know. We've already violated Godwin's law in the first. What is Godwin's law? Do you not know this? No. Do you guys Somebody know? else want to explain it? Politics. No, it's um. Uh, it says that uh, if a discussion on the internet once mentions Hitler or Nazis, the discussion is over. Although Godwin oh, well, was Godwin himself was asked when people were debating whether these people were actual Nazis after the after Saturday, he said, "Yes, they're absolutely Nazis. You have my permission to call them Nazis, mm -hmm. please." Okay, As well, if who, we is, need anyone's permission. who is Godwin? Um, he's a man. I got it. <laughs> okay, Grayson's on it. All right. This is uh, Mike Godwin. Uh, he's Mike. an American attorney and an author. Uh, he has a law named after him called uh, Godwin's Law. Um, and it first came out on Wired in October 1994, so a month after I was born. Oh my God, Mom, you baby. Uh, <laughs> and uh, what else do we want to know about Godwin? Oh, that's pretty good. So you were born in 1993, Grace. Are you even allowed to be in this bar? Barely. Yeah. Barely. Well, it's a restaurant as well, so we can get away oh, with okay. it. You can bring your kids as well. Lindsay, how long have you been married for? I have been married for three years now, but together oh. for 10. Okay. Whoa, congratulations. So that's good. So you were together for seven years before you got married? Yep. What made you get married after all that time? Well, we were just waiting. Like, we met when we were 21, so we were like, well, we're not... Not old enough. We don't want to get married. And because my husband was still in school forever, uh, he... So we wanted to wait and get married after he was finished with um, school. Right. What was he studying? He's a doctor. 
Yeah, yeah, he was studying medicine. So we got married uh, the summer between him ending med school and he got we got married and three days later he moved down to New Orleans with just a suitcase uh, and nothing else. Three days after yeah. your wedding. Yep. That's unusual, isn't it? <laughs> he had to start his residency program down so here. Honeymoon. So honeymoon. Yeah, so his honeymoon was uh, spent here alone in oh, New Orleans no. with his co-resident. He used to go around with his co-residents and say, thanks for being on my honeymoon with me, guys. And what did you do for your honeymoon? You well, were in Seattle? We kind of did a pre-honeymoon. What did you do there? Oh, I was, so, I was working still in Seattle. Uh, that's when um, I was uh, still working at Microsoft. So I stayed in Seattle for uh, a full year until I actually moved down here full time. Right. Oh, what, what did you do at Microsoft? I've got this info. It's good. I've got this info in front of me that says you had something job that said you were a str strategy consultant. Yeah. Yeah. So essentially at Microsoft, I was a consultant. And before that, I ran a tech accelerator for seed stage startups in Seattle. Um, and basically, Microsoft hired us because they're kind of getting their butts kicked by Google and Apple, so they hired us to come and teach them startup best practices for the enterprise. So essentially how you, startups build products. Can you products. explain what that is? is yeah. Startups is the people who have a good idea for a business and they're going to start it yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. So it's, it's really just about data-driven decision-making using customer development, so kind of lean startup methodology. Lean startup methodology mm -hmm. means people with no money. People with no money because they have no money, right? right? So they don't have all the money Microsoft and all these big companies have. So Microsoft says to you, that's a pretty good idea you've got for a business. Microsoft's going to give you a whole bunch of money. Is that what you say? Not exactly. <laughs> it's basically teaching them how to develop products the same way. So instead of creating something, putting it out on the market and being like, hey, everybody, what do you think? You're going to actually go talk to your customers. You're going to go talk to your market. You're going to figure out what is the market need and then build that. Okay. And how did you get involved in all that? How did you get to be the person who's doing that for Microsoft? That sounds uh, like a big deal. <laughs> Maybe it? she's just really smart. Is that what it is? Um, and cute. Well, I, I was, well, so before uh, the Microsoft stuff. <laughs> Whoa. What happened? <laughs> was that somebody's phone? It was Thomas's. Oh, dear. Is it okay? Oh, my. We're all alive. <laughs> Didn't break. Wow. Everyone's Hope had I too took much you out of the hot seat right there. Everyone's <laughs> had too much quick, drink. Quick, create a distraction. Okay. Yeah. Uh, no, it's so how did, for the Charlotte's did you get the job because you were super smart or because you're cute like Jeanette said? I, I, not I, that's me. so kind. Not me. I didn't say that. I, I would like to hope. You're the one who said it, <laughs> I would like to hope it was because of my skill set. Um, prior to that, I had been working. Um, is it I, anything to do with intelligence, actually, though? I, I hope so. I hope so. It is. Maybe, maybe more, more so just Sometimes you see people in these jobs and you wonder how they ever got a job oh, like yeah, that. Absolutely. Because they're, they're I, so I, fucking stupid. I but you're not one of those all people. the time. <laughs> right. No, <laughs> not you. But, but that uh, wasn't you. So it was actually because you were smart. Uh, yeah, and I had... Um, so before that, I was um, the director of a tech accelerator where I was part of putting together the curriculum and the program of how to teach these methodologies to our founders and the startups. And so my managing director was knew I was moving down to New Orleans, and he was ready to kind of move on to something else. And so he had the relationship with uh, uh, the CEO of Microsoft and said, hey, we're going to go do this thing. a relationship with the CEO yeah. of Microsoft. Not, you don't, not you don't, don't hear that. You need to well, any to kind that. of relationship. <laughs> with, how do you meet the CEO of Microsoft? You need to keep it in I your pants. I think through pants, other... Yeah, <laughs> who is the CEO of Microsoft? Uh, Satya Nadella. But through other professional I can't even relationships. Say that. She's super smart. Is that a woman? It's a man. It's a man. It's a man. I can't yeah. even say that name. What, who is it? Satya Nadella. Satya Nadella. That yeah. sounds like that stuff you buy in the supermarket. <laughs> Wait, what is what that called? Nutella. Oh, Nutella. It's not Satya Nutella. Like that. No. Nutella. Different. <laughs> How do you spell Nadella? You're on a roll, Grant. You're on a roll. Yeah. N A E L L A. Okay. So. Or N A D. So this dude. <laughs> so he's not the person who had a relationship with. You didn't know him. You knew someone who knew no, him. No, no, no. I did not know him. So you were but a friend of a friend. Did. Yeah, okay. friend of a friend. Friend of a friend. So I had been working previously with them, and um, it was a great opportunity, and, and it worked out. So, yeah, that's what I did for the first year while my husband came down here for residency. Well, if you're so smart at starting up businesses, why didn't you start one up? Good question. Well, during that first year, that's when I did start Aria Apothecary. Oh, you did start a business. Yeah, because I was flying back and forth four times a month, and my skin started, you know, going to hell with uh, 
bad eating, flying, stress, all that, you know. Um, so that's when in my free time as kind of my relaxation, I started Aria. You can't see this podcast world, but she has very beautiful skin. <laughs> you can actually see it. Oh, right. It's <laughs> yeah, you can see it on I'm Facebook right next Live to the right camera. now. Can you turn my yeah. headphones up no, now, No, you do please. have beautiful skin. They're not too low. Oh, they're, they're too they're low. They're too low. I'm you very... can do it yourself. You can just reach over here if you want. I think it's no, this one. No, I would that, never do that. Is that better? Yes, thank you. Is that better? Yes, okay. thank you. You do have gorgeous looking skin. Thank you. And that's all natural now with your, uh, it's called Aria Apothecary. Yes. A-R-I-Y-A. A-R-I-Y-A. See, the world is full of two kinds of different people, isn't it? Some, one kind of person would just like have bad skin and they would you know, try and adjust their diet maybe or go to a doctor or something. You actually came up, you're the other type who came up with a, a whole Solution. idea for yes. a range of skin products. How did you even do that? Well, I think she's super smart. I was just going to say, did you test it out on people first? I did. did you I did. So all my other friends who are also equally stressed out, eating, eating yeah. terribly, drinking, um, whenever they'd complain about their skin, I'm like, oh, I'll, I'll mix you up something. And so that's kind of how, how I started. How did you know any of this stuff? How did you know how, what to mix even? So my parents are from um, the Fiji Islands. I think we talked about this because yeah, it's close so to awesome. New Zealand. Yeah. Yes. So my parents are from the Fiji Islands, and it's funny because they were green before it was cool to be green. And so growing up, my mom would put like coconut oil, almond. You know, she'd use all these essential oils. And me being like the American brand, I'm like, no, I want like that fake fuchsia flavored thing from Bath <laughs> Body Works. You know, I didn't want the Great. natural stuff. Yeah. Uh, so when I started you know, spending a lot of money on these different skincare products and none of them were working. I was like, well, maybe I'll go back. I've been just kind of scouring the internet and do something natural. So I started just using a lot of the, like, coconut oil and that kind of stuff and just basically experimenting so, on myself and my friends. So you had bad skin. You had acne or something. Yeah. And then, so then you thought, okay, I'll just mix up coconut oil and some other, <laughs> some other crap, like, at random? Well, I and I'll put it on my own skin. No, I, I, I did a little bit more research. I researched, like, the different oils and which ones helped with various skin problems. Right. So, so what did you come up with? So I came up with the main product that I have right now is my um, lavender uh, serum. And so that just has a, it's kind of like a all-in-one um, product that anyone can use. It smells heavenly because it's lavender. Did you bring any here? I actually did not bring any. You here. Don't? <laughs> I don't know what I was thinking, you guys. I'm sorry. I'll, 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 uh, That's okay because I'm going to be your new best friend. <laughs> um, so you, it's called lavender serum. Yep, yep. And, um, Not a particularly attractive sounding name. Though. Well, if you were a lady, you would, would feel be. differently. The word serum would be okay with you, Alexandra? No worries. You would ignore it because of the word lavender. Lavender. <laughs> okay. Once you, once you smell a, it, it's, right. I, I use it on my husband. He, he loves it now. He started using it. Yeah. In what sense do you use it on your husband? Um, so on his face. So on his face, okay. yes. Um, so, so is he graduated now? Where does he practice? Um, he is graduated. He has not started working yet. He's currently studying for his boards, but he will start working next month at Ochsner. Wonderful. I want to hear more about you, though. <laughs> what was your right. Ochsner? Not to, not to... So Ochsner is how it's pronounced. Ochsner. I don't know. What That's how been, I say it. What I, might have you be been I have no idea. I've been living it? here for a long Ochsner. time. Ochsner. You say Ochsner. I don't know. Maybe I never say it. I say Ochsner. And I've been here 35 years. Nobody is oh, well, from here, though. I've None of us are from here. If I you're did from not here, emerge from a vagina here. <laughs> that's a bad problem. It is a bad problem. Do we have, a local? As you, Do we have a local in the room that can con Thomas. confirm? Thomas was born and raised. And your daughter? No, Thomas is not from here. Nobody can you ask your daughter April. how she says Auctioner? I think uh, Allison, Auctioner. Allison's from here. Allison is from Lafayette. That, April, April are you born in New Orleans? I was born here, yes. Okay. How do you say Ochsner? Ochsner. 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 Oh, okay. Ochsner. There's a particular local. Ochsner. And, you know, this must be fascinating to the people of the world who are listening. <laughs> well, it's, you know, there's only three of them listening. Only one, one, Andrew's mom listens when he's on the show show. Aww. He's not Hi, on the Mrs. show today. Andrew's, Andrew's in Nashville, I bet I she today. listens loyally. Mrs. Duhon She is might nice. still listening anyway, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. But anyway, so without her, there's only two people listening. And one, one of them is April. <laughs> Well, I am a very good speller. You're much a great like speller. What did you say? How did you pronounce it? Librocubicularistic. Well, that's nice. What does that mean? Liking to read in bed. Liking to read in bed. Say There's a again? word for that? Yes. What Lib is it? And you can also make it a noun, librocubicularist. 
Can you actually spell that? Because we might call the show that. L-I-B-R-O. L-I- do you want the noun or the adjectival form? Well, we could do both. Libro. L-I-B-R-O. I can't spell both. I've had two shots of tequila. Okay, we'll spell one. L-I-B-R-O. L-I-B-R-O-C-U-B-I-C. I need to write it out. I'm sorry. You write it. This How is a great got, word for us. C-U-B. Yes. Yeah, we've got well here. We've got Natalia. Natalia is the CEO of... L-I-B... There's too much going on. L-I-B-R. Do you want another drink? No. Lindsay? Sure. You two guys want to drink? April, I'll hook you up. Libra. Oh, look at this handwriting. I can't read that. Yes, you can. It's lovely handwriting. It is. It's very sort of... um, Poetic, Thank flowery you. looking, but it's hard to read. Libro Q. I can read my own handwriting Bic- to you. Here. Oh, man. L-I-B-R-O-C-U-B-I-C-U-L-A-R-I-S-T. No, if you want to add the adjectival form, just add an I-C to the end. Okay. I'll put, I'll put brackets I-C. <laughs> Libro cubicolaristic. Okay, I don't, I don't know how to pronounce it. Hey, not Alex Webster's. It's not even in Webster's. Uh, it's oh. in your dictionary.com. It is, it is a real word. It's you not look, in Webster's. Though. Is that, are you sure that Grayson is not a, that, all that reliable? How do you know that Grayson is reliable? He's not. No. He's not. Oxford we just, English we just Dictionary. Go along. Oxford English. Well, you're British. Yes. Jeanette, what part of Britain are you from? I happen to know that, actually. That's one of the things Born I know about. Born in the southeast, raised in the north. Guildford. Yeah. Where's Guildford? South, south, well, it's just southwest of London. Southwest of London? Yes. Okay. But I was moved when I was six months old. They took me up to near Liverpool. Who's they? The parents. Oh, your parents. You yeah. weren't raised by wolves or kidnapped or anything. Your parents moved to... I felt like I was. You did? Yeah, it seemed like it. But Why yeah. is that? Because it, 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 there is, it's so funny because it's only like a, what, three-hour drive from Guildford up to I, I Manchester. Wouldn't, wouldn't but you, you just feel like you're in another world up there. They What's did, the difference? They, they didn't like the Southerners. But you were six months old, for God's sakes. Yeah, but I felt the prejudice as I grew up over the years. What are you talking about? You grew up from six months. Did anyone even know that you weren't from there? Yeah, they did. I mean, because they knew my parents weren't, you know. So it was oh, like, boy, that's horrible. Yeah, but I don't think it's anything like what went on here. There wasn't a civil war about it. There was one years ago, you know, like hundreds of years ago. Well, there was a civil war. Here. That's why there's the United States of America. Yeah. There's a civil war here. Yes. Yes. But there wasn't a civil war in Britain is what you're saying. Yeah, well, there was, but, but centuries ago. That's okay. why we... Who were they fighting? The Norse or something? No, they were fighting. It was between the East and the West. In Britain? Yes. I didn't know that. Did you guys know Well, that? in the North and the South and Alexandra all kinds of things. Alexandra is pretty smart. She knew that. Did you, yeah. Lindsay, you're the smartest yeah, person I know, here. Did you? I did not know. Didn't know that. Okay. All right. I'm not a fun I've one. never it's heard that either. It's somewhat irrelevant when called? you think the... of the, 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 the white roses and the red roses. The War of the Roses, mm-hmm. Greg. Yeah, the oh, War of the, the Roses. That was War of the Roses. That's yeah. where Grayson comes in. Yeah, War of the Roses. Okay, and that's what that was about. That was a, a civil war in Britain. Well, and then it carried on because they what didn't they want the... What were they fighting about? Well, one of them, there's been several, but one of them was Oliver Cromwell fighting against the... You know, the kings and queens, but we still got... I thought the War of the Roses happened against the French. No, 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 no. It was internal. It was internal. There were other wars against the frogs. Yeah. Against the frogs. I don't think you can call them frogs. Are you allowed I to say can that? because we embrace them. Because you're British. Yes. Okay. So the they war- call us limeys. You know, they call us right. worse things. What are the French... Limey call- is worse than frog? I think so. But Limey's an English word. What's the French word for a Brit? Bretagne. <laughs> Wait, I rolled the R. That was Spanish. But what's the, what's the derogatory word for a British Probably con. Ooh, yeah. Wow, that sounds good. No, it's not so good. Not it's not so, so good. good. Anyway, so you grew up there and with everyone hating you in this town. No, they didn't hate me. We were just ostracized. So we moved mm. back down to the southeast when I was young and then I went to college in London and then I came to New Orleans so I've been here for a long time since before some of you guys were born probably before Before Grayson Grayson was born (laughs) how long have you been here Jeanette like 20 odd years 35 years oh 35 35 no it's 2017 37 years 37 years (gasps) mazel tov that's a long time thank you I'm still not a a New Orleanian I cannot claim you are you are a New Orleanian I'm totally involved and embrace it but no you can't unless you were born here yeah, I don't think that's. I think that's bullshit. You are a New Orleanian. I'm a New Orleanian. I've been here for 17 years. I'm Doesn't not a matter. native New Orleanian. Not a native. Yes. 
There's a difference. It, you'll never be a New Orleanian, doesn't unless you happen to I have been born here. I am a New Orleanian. Here. I was sworn Sorry. in by James Fitzmorris at a, at oh, okay. a swearing-in ceremony. Well, at that's the actually at pretty legit. Because he's a but playwright, also, after all. So. But I, I was a New Orleanian before real. that. I, I mean, I think I'm unless you're born here, you just don't qualify. Did you go to high school here? No, yeah, but I'm oh, sorry about where you out. went to high school. I survived here. Katrina. Out, right? I, they, please don't tell me I don't qualify for. I don't New think Orleanian anyone really f- makes it here unless you were really born. You have yeah. to be born, even if you didn't grow up here, even if you were like your parents and you left uh, your six months. Okay. You can still say you were born here. I was born in Guildford. Just tell people you were born here. I wasn't born wow. here. I well, was just born say in Virginia. You but don't I, worry about that. Just say you were born here. You're a writer, aren't you? Aren't you? Don't you? Yeah. Aren't you involved in fiction? Yes, but I have well, no wish to say I was born other. I'm just advising you if you want to tell people you're a New Orleanian, you just have to tell them you were born here. I'm a New Orleanian by choice and a Virginian yes. by birth. Well, I would say we were reborn here. Oh, oh that's a nice <laughs> way of putting it. Reborn here as a, you know complete and utter New Orleans supporters. Well, okay. I think some people are born here right. and some people are brought here. Yeah. I don't know about the rest of you, but I felt all of my life. A tugging towards this place and your whole life, even oh, before yeah. you knew what it was. Since I was a teenager, I knew what it was. I read about it. I was fascinated by it. I was, I came to visit um, right before I graduated from college and wanted to move and was just a little well, too you chicken. Have music in your blood, that would be. But I don't think it's just that. I think they're the people who are supposed to come. I think New Orleans is going to get you one way or another. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. I, I, I think New Orleans has a power greater than any of us, and um, which is my hope about gentrification, really, that I, I think that whatever we do to the city, the city still remains its own force. Do you have a plan to defeat the effect of gentrification? No, it's I'm a not. musician. I, I don't what does have that a, mean? I thought, I well, you've songs. got time to think about it. Have I? Don't you have time to think about how the, we could defeat gentrification? I thought you were going to come up with something then. I think you should ask Lindsay those questions. Do you have yeah. any? <laughs> I have zero She, she worked in an echo chamber or a yeah. tech <laughs> startup or something. And I, in I'm, Seattle for Microsoft. Yes, I mean. So how did you quit Microsoft? Did you just tell them I'm leaving and I'm moving to New Orleans? Well, I was already in New Orleans, technically. All right, so you were still working for them while you were here. That's right. Yeah. The first year that I lived here, I was still uh, working for them. I signed a one year contract, so yeah. Did you think of suing Microsoft for your bad skin? I should have thought about that. Seeing they caused it? Yeah, yeah. I should have. Just a thought, but you didn't do that. So how's Aria? Aria, it's spelled A R I Y A, right? Yep. Aria Apothecary. Mm -hmm. How's it going? How's business? Um, It's been going well. I. Because I've always kind of had it as the side hustle and a full-time job, I just haven't had as much time to work on it. The last, um, I've been doing some stuff locally. I participated in the New Orleans Entrepreneur Week. Um, How'd that go? Did anyone buy it? It was, no, no, <laughs> it wasn't selling it there. Oh, I, thought you I had, had like, like free samples, pitch. but you don't sell it. No, no, I didn't do any of the pitches. I did one of their, um, um, you can get a booth for a day where a bunch of other entrepreneurs just kind of, have uh, little tables they talk about what they're doing um, and that was really great just to make connections with other you know business owners people at magazine all that and so really right now I'm still trying to just kind of figure out the best way to scale it because it is a small batch product you have and to make it's handmade, it all. right how do you scale that to be able to fulfill you know a shop on magazine well I'll tell you what if anybody would know the answer to that it should be you yeah yeah so what's but the answer you, but I, How my do background you? is in tech so if it was a tech uh, startup I would know what to do I never thought if I always thought if I'm going to start a company it's going to be in tech not skincare. so this no, is completely weird. you do it all by hand yourself mm-hmm. the product mm-hmm. yeah that's pretty yeah. that's in the kitchen that's incredible <laughs> Yep, yep. You well, do it in your kitchen I have, with you. I have a little, in a little table in my office, but yeah. <laughs> well, what do you have? Like a, do you have to heat stuff up on like a yeah, little gas yeah. stove? Yeah, yeah. So I do some of it in the kitchen, but a Bunsen burner. <laughs> yeah. Really. A Bunsen, Bunsen burner, burner, but just a stove. Yeah, I wish it was as cool as that. So you have a little stove, and you mix up all of the, yep. uh, not olive oil, coconut oil. Yep, yep. Melt and it lavender, all down and yep. tincture of lavender of some sort. Yep. Where do you buy the stuff from? Um, I buy it from different sources. Um, there's actually one that's a new one I want to check out. I'm actually going there later on tonight called Rosalie Apothecary that's here in Mid-City. Oh, I haven't so been there yet, but they do different classes. Sorry. They're yeah, good. you've been there. Yeah. 
So I want to check them out and try to get some more local. But right now, um, there's a couple websites online that my mom kind of actually told me about. So she's still in Fiji? Nope. She is here. Yep. She lives in Vancouver, Washington. So it's a kind of a suburb of Portland, Oregon. Okay. So you're, she's from Fiji, though. She's she is Fijian. From Fiji. Yep. How do you say the word Fiji? Fiji? Fiji. How do you say it? Fiji. Fiji. I don't say it that bad, Fuji. but I say, I say the New Zealand way, which is Fiji. Fiji. But people Fiji. in the United States say Fiji, but I thought you were actually sort Fiji. of Fijian. You might actually know how it's really pronounced. I'm, I guess I'm <laughs> Do you know how it's really pronounced? We don't know that. My parents say you Fiji. say Fiji. Yeah. I think yeah, that just means you're not uh, a Kiwi. You're not <laughs> right. Well, I, just because it's well, Fiji is part of I'm like part of Kiwi. New Zealand. It's a they're, New Zealand protectorate. Very close. Yes. Yeah. My mom actually lived in Auckland you can, for a year. Yeah, you can live in New Zealand if you're a Fijian. You can have, it's, and vice yep. versa. Fijian. Oh yeah. Can you play rugby? Yes, have a great rugby oh, team and great rugby players. They in keep Fiji. thrashing England. So. The Fijian team. No. The Kiwi team. The, the Kiwi team. Yeah. But the Fijians are incredible warriors, rugby players, those guys, that aren't they? Amazing. I think My so. God, I don't keep up on the rugby, fierce. but I'm... Hey, don't put that guitar oh, down, Alexander. No. We're going to make you play a song right now. Right what do you now. think, you guys? Yeah, yes. let's hear it. Now is the hour. Now? Okay, why? I don't know. Just the feeling? What do you think? Otherwise, I get yelled at if I don't... I should have made you play in the first 15 minutes. That's Oops. The, that's the plan, but I didn't. Godwin's Law. Godwin. <laughs> what kind of song do you want to hear? Well, what do you think? Do you compose your own? I do. Well, I mean, I play other people's songs as well, but yes. Can what? you play Southern Nights by Alan <laughs> <No>. Toussaint? <laughs> I wish. That is oh, Did I'm he just write that? that? What about <laughs> Southern Nights? I can sing it. What about, no, I like that song. I guess everybody wants you to play that song. Though. What is it called about the guy from the gas station? Gas Station Lover or whatever it's called? Oh, yeah, but I need a piano for that. That's oh, a piano really? Song. Oh, okay. The, that is like my well, hit. That's yeah. one of yours? That's a great song. Do you know that song? No, that's fabulous. Oh, that's really great. That's a great song. I'm shocked and amazed. Thank you. Okay, so what are you thinking of playing? Do you have a new record out or recently or anything? I have a new record like half finished um okay so no do you need us to help come up with a name for it because yes. we're pretty good at that yes can you guys please come yes. up with a name for my unheard half yes, finished we can. record we'll play we're, a song yeah. from it yeah, yeah. We'll first see. we need to hear a song yeah. though because we have no idea what, what yeah. well, i think it would be better if you of. came up with a name and then heard a song and then came mm. up with another name Thomas agrees with me. Oh, that's Thomas, a good idea. Come up with a name for your album yes. without knowing and anything about it. And then come up with it. another name afterwards. Okay. And can Just roundtable. You, can you give first, us, Grant. Well, I have, I'll give you the same name I gave to Andrew for his album. No, that's he, not reje- fair. he rejected it out of I hand. don't want Andrew's <laughs> secondhand. <laughs> no, that's not. Hands. He rejected it, so he never really, he didn't nope, like it. Nope, I don't what want Andrew's I've got to come up with something else. Okay, I think Lavender Serum. Okay, excellent. <laughs> Even though it's I've stolen your... Um, I'm going to write these down for you. Thank you. I'll put them on this piece of paper on your page. Here it is. I think Alexandra's Magic. <laughs> oh, that is totally lame. You've got to do it better. That's a terrible. John record. I love it. Do you like that, Alexandra's Magic? I was being nice, but. Well, come on, you can reject it out of hand if you're never going to use it. I'm sitting right across from her. I'm sitting next to. She could hit me. Well, but I you could can't. Too. You just can't go along with that. That's, I don't mind. You can do better. You can okay, do better I'll than that. I'll think better. Well, wait for Lindsay and okay, I'll we'll try get Lindsay, and do you can come back to you. Okay. More poetic. Fujian. Like, she's so Something smart. Fiji. No, I'm trying to think of uh, well, what genre. What it, I'm not going to tell you until after I you say something. Okay. It could be gangster rap, for all you know. Exactly. Probably not. I am really. You right. look like you could be into some yeah. gangster rap or like sure. serious metal. <laughs> yeah, I could believe that actually. So <laughs> I was thinking what? some play off of like Virginia, but New Orleans, <gasps> like trying to like make some kind of blend, New but Orleans. I couldn't think of anything. What was it? New Orleans is for lovers. Exactly. Oh. <laughs> or New Orleans is for livers. I saw that on a t-shirt oh, that's the other a good day. One. <laughs> that's very good. Well, um, have you got one? Are you going to settle on something? New Orleans is for livers. I like it. New okay. Orleans is for livers. Um, that is funny. I wish I had a funny song. I feel like I, oh, I have a very obscene song, but I don't think I can play that. You um, can play anything you want, actually. That's fine. Um, Jeanette hasn't come up with a title for you yet. But. No, she Alexandra. did. Alexandra. Ooh, wow. What? This is excellent. Naughty Alexandra. Oh, that's better. I like that. <laughs> I like that. Naughty Alexandra. All right, that's I'm looking at British. my song or list. Or Alexandra's Naughties. 
That is what I call my underwear drawer. Um, just kidding. Okay, so what are you thinking of playing? I'm going to play a song from the record called My Shitty Little Heart because I can swear as much as I want here, right? Yes, you certainly Yay! can. We encourage you. I love it. <laughs> Um, do you, you know, you've had Alex McMurray on here, right? Yes. So this is a song that I didn't write with Alex McMurray, but okay. sort of. We were, um, there's a little story behind it, which I'm going to tell. Um, do you know how Susan Castle does her Covered in Vinyl Nights? We were doing one, and I think it was Elton John's Goodbye, Yellow Brick Road. And this is a gig where Susan Castle gets a bunch of people, yes, and they and play the whole album cover, right do through. the entire album. Right. And I had already done my song, and I was standing next to Alex Rawls, the music writer, and Alex McMurray was on stage. And actually, Alexis Marceau from Sweet Crude and Alexis and the Samurai was also there. It was just a wealth of Alex's that night. <laughs> and um, Alex McMurray was on stage and said something about the effect of Elton John's songs on his shitty little heart. And I looked at Alex McMurray and said, I'm totally going home, and I'm going to use that. And so I went home and I wrote this song and then I sent it to Alex McMurray the next day and I was like, do you want a credit? And he was like, no, but you have a lovely way with the word shitty. So. Okay, on that note. On this note. When the night is still and the wind whistles through the pine As your fill, drinking whiskey, drinking blood, drinking wine. My shitty little heart, my shitty little heart. It's dark and it's bitter and it's twisted and it's sweet. Oh, I told you from the start about my shitty little heart. So don't you come crying back to me. Just a little bit longer than the day Everything you said, it just echoes in my head and won't go Off the new album called... Beautiful voice. Thanks. <laughs> off the new album called Lavender Serum. Lavender Serum. Possibly. Or <laughs> New Orleans for Livers or Naughty Alexandra. But are we, are we, or we could go around again now that you've heard it. Now that we've heard mm -hmm. it. Rename it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Also, Grayson and Thomas have been really remarkably silent on the titling issue. Come on, Grayson. Yeah, I know you're need you guys Grayson's probably together. got some good ideas. This is Grayson's last day on the job. <gasps> what, are you he's, firing he's, him? He's, don't firing, tell him you're firing him. He's right moving he to Los Angeles, but he could still work on the show from LA, yeah. actually. Yeah, so, so it might not power be. Power of technology. 
That's crazy. Mm -hmm. Power of Technology is not a good name for my record. That is, <laughs> Damn it. All right, well. that is pretty good. How many songs are on a record these days? Um, I think it really depends. My last record had 18, which was almost universally agreed to be too many. Too many. Mm. Yeah. It could have been two records. I know. What about calling it Wayfair? Oh, like that's quite nice. Bar. Maybe they would sponsor but, it. And we'll get it sponsored, exactly. Brought or I could call by. it Google. <laughs> Microsoft. We know the guy who runs Microsoft now, Nutella. That's Bing. It's Bing. Oh, I could Microsoft. call it Nutella. Bing. Mm. Well, it's or something, you know, all the Alexes that came together in yeah. the making of it. That was just that one song. Just the Alex I know, I know, but the Alex effect. That's the Alex one. effect. The there Alex effect. I like that. That's a good one. Sure, I have some ex-boyfriends who already talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> so, was that song inspired by any of these ex-boyfriends? Or you just? I, that was my follow-up question, actually. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yes is the answer. Yes is the answer. Who were you th oh, you went, we don't want to know who it was. No, you don't. It's a good thing that you can do that, though. You can take revenge on people by writing it's a song revenge. about... It's not revenge. It's just well, processing the word it. Is. Processing Remember, it. this is the, the, the New Orleans Taylor Swift. Yes. Taylor Swift over here. Is yeah. that a compliment to be called Taylor, likened to Taylor Swift in this business? I, I would yes. say so, yes. It is? She's very successful. She's very successful. Well, I think she's successful. So is Britney Spears. She's you wouldn't want to be called the New Orleans Britney Spears, would you? Well, <laughs> she's a good songwriter. Speak for yourself. Here. Britney is a good songwriter? No. Taylor Swift Taylor is. Swift is. She sure um, is. I'm she's incredibly a impressed woman, by... A tall, beautiful woman. Is she tall? I didn't even she's know she's tall. She is tall. You're um, tall, Jeanette. I'm very tall, How tall so I appreciate... Are you? I've shrunk because I'm old. Is that right? You're that old? Yeah, I was close to six foot. You're taller than six foot. Nuh-uh. Old serious? men think that. You yeah. look like about 6'3", I would have said. Yeah, of course. All, all men think that not. if a woman's like a is centimeter right? taller yes. than they are. Is that right? Is that somewhat... I'm 5'10", and the number of times yeah. they're like, oh, you're 6'2", you yeah. gawking giant. <laughs> well, <laughs> what are you? You're 5'10". I'm 5'10". No, you get this from oh, men. But I'm like Brienne of Tarth in their minds. Yeah, yeah. It is. It's like, how tall are you? And you say, well, I'm five foot. I was 5'11 and a half measured by the U.S. Immigration Service or whatever. Well, that so sounds... So I'm six foot. And they're like, you can't be six foot. I'm six foot and you're two <laughs> inches taller than me. And oh I think, my God, well, yes. yes, yes. And it would always be, I'm... <laughs> I'm five foot ten. You cannot be five foot ten because I'm six foot and I and you're taller than me. The and number of guys I've dated who've claimed to be five foot ten while being like visibly two inches shorter yeah. than I am, and I'm just like, I, I like I don't know how to tell you this, but you're not. Yeah. It doesn't matter. It doesn't to really me. matter, it's not but my like problem. the fact <laughs> that you're lying about it like consistently is starting to be a problem. <laughs> <laughs> but that's been a recurrent pattern in your life though. I'm is really tall. If you're tall, yes. Five ten. Is that that's yes. average, isn't it? Or is that no, tall for a woman? That's okay, quite tall. Okay, okay. What are you, Lindsay? Do you even know how tall you are? I'm I'm five five. Five five. That's yeah. probably that might that's be more average. A lot shorter. That would be the height that tall guys okay. generally date. In my experience, tall guys date men her height and do people shorter date by guys? height though? Yes. Do people select shorter each other by height. Shorter guys date men Jeanette's and my height. Well, how have really? you got on, Jenny? Because you've been tall your whole life, obviously. I have. Well, not your whole life, I'm sure. You it's start frustrating, off tall. but at some point when you kind of grow into your... It, it's miserable when you're a teenager, but yes. then when you grow into yourself, you just realize, fuck, it's their problem. It's not my problem. I love being tall. Yeah, I think it I must be pretty tall. cool to be really tall, isn't it? Yeah, except I'm shrinking. Everyone shrinks as they get older. Hmm. My grandmother has shrunken. She's yep. 102. She's 102. Wow. She's 102. Oh, 102. Fabulous wow. genes. That's wonderful. I know. I'm going to live forever. It's terrifying. 102 is pretty impressive. <laughs> That's amazing. Can you stay tall if you do yoga? I think Are it Are you still teaching helps. yoga, by the way? I'm still practicing yoga. I don't teach okay. anymore. But you still do it? I do. I'm yeah. sure that would keep you taller, wouldn't it? Do you do something like that? Don't, Jenny, don't you do something like yoga? I used to. And that's why you're shrinking, because you stopped yeah, doing it. Because I stopped doing right. it. I should do but it more often. Listen, Everyone shrinks a little bit. Yeah. So, you but Jeanette, before we go any further, we have to talk about this thing that you're doing. This. Oh, this, we, I know I'm here to talk about exhibit. something really fabulous yeah. for New Orleans. Yes. Oh, good. And Louisiana. We are um, currently, my husband is a fine visual artist. 
um, known mainly for his paintings, but for uh, decades he's been working on photographs. And after Katrina, he started this project taking portraits of Louisiana people post-Katrina to show Europe and the rest of the world that we were not underwater and we were not defeated. And this started off as being 100 icons of New Orleans, and then you can't do that in this city. Everyone's like, oh, you have to include so-and-so, you have to include so-and-so. So it's now well over 500 people, and we have a Kickstarter that um, has been launched. It's Louisiana Serial Kickstarter. And the project is called Louisiana Serial. It is called Louisiana like breakfast Serial. Food. Like breakfast food. Right. Because okay. it's a... It's a gumbo of all different people. It's the um, local institutions, mothers, Cafe Du Monde, Pat O'Brien's, right through to Brad Pitt and Make It Right. And, you know, different celebrities that have come to this city that national people, international people will recognize. But we're so lucky we have a publisher um, from London, in fact. We go right back full circle who is really fascinated by Polaroid. You know, they stopped producing it in 2008, and we stockpiled a bunch to complete this series. And so it's a Polaroid documentary time capsule post-Katrina, post the BP oil spill, post the Baton Rouge floods, that captures the resilience of New Orleans. So um, look out for that because it's a really wonderful book that's going to be produced. You can only buy it online from louisianaserial.com and from the Kickstarter. But um, it's okay, great. That's a, that's a pretty good pitch, wouldn't you say? I was pitching. Awesome I was pitching, but I'm watching Alexander strum her guitar and Miss Lindsay with her beautiful skin and we're all here yeah, together. Yeah. That's really interesting. Yeah. Okay, so you have, so your husband's name is Blake Boyd. Blake Boyd. In case anyone's wondering about that. And he's taken 500 Over 500 Polaroid Polaroids. portraits. So the interesting thing about Polaroids is, I imagine, is that you only get one shot at it. You, it's, it's not like you're sitting for some No, it, you know, it's, it's really instant and there's a universal white background, so it's all about the people that are involved. It's a really, it's an incredible documentary. It's like an epic Ken Burns thing that's going on. And so there's a Kickstarter at obviously kickstarter.com. Kickstarter.com. So what do you, how much money do you need and what are you going to do with it? Well, the, the whole problem is that we set the goalpost low so that we could hopefully achieve it. It's 25,000. But that's just, you know, the Polaroids are fabulous, but they deteriorate. And so, right. you know, we've put up all the money so far, but we're kind of tapped out now to um, stockpile the Polaroids, travel to places like we got Michael Brown in Denver, Garrett Morris in... Michael Brown, as in heck of a job. Heck of a job, Brownie. Okay. Yeah, in oh, Denver. Good. And then so we went down to Grand Isle after the BP flood and got some um, displaced fishermen. So we've been traveling and, um, you know, documenting these people after the, we went up to the floods post you know, last year, just. So uh, how, how do you stop the Polaroids from... You have to archive Falling them. Apart. They have to be scanned professionally, and that's expensive. And then they're archived, and you know, once they've got to that stage, anything can be done with them. They can be um, printed for exhibition, which we would hope, and for the tricentennial next year, or they could be put together in a publication, which is one of the rewards on the Kickstarter: a hundred Louisiana icons. I bet you, Lindsay, could help you out with this. Oh, yeah, Lindsay could yeah. make everyone look perfect. <laughs> no, no, not 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 makeup wise. I but mean, with your other skills, your yes. other skills in raising money for businesses. Definitely, definitely. Don't you think I, these guys I've, that, I've helped a lot of entrepreneurs raise money. So, well, then we should talk. <laughs> yeah, don't definitely. you think the guys at Microsoft? I mean, twenty-five thousand dollars. It doesn't. Well, it's not much, and, and as I nothing. say, we had to lower our goal because it will take a lot more than that. But at the same time. You know, anything helps. We just need to make sure that these things... Uh, you know, Blake is actually primarily a painter, so he's not known for this, but he's a Warhol 
kind of follower and he's been doing instant photography and photo booths and with Polaroids for 20, 30 years. So it's just a continuation of that practice and it's really serious and, and kind of important for the state. I mean, this is an incredible time capsule of what's going on right now. And if anyone's listening to this before this Friday, which is the 18th of August, 2017. <gasps> they can come down. There's a party. There's a party. At Rocky and Carlos in their Sicilian room, if you guys are interested in going to that. This Friday, the 18th of August. Yeah, 2017. If you've listened to this show past the 18th of August, 2017, you've missed it. But, but there'll be other parties. You can go to Louisiana's Louisiana Stereo. Okay, good point. Yeah. But if you do happen to hear this before Friday night, go down to the Sicilian Room, whatever that is. That sounds enticing in itself, actually. At Rocky and Colors, which is in Chalmette, I believe, isn't it? Araby. It's down in St. Bernard. St. Bernard. An underestimated part of New Orleans, which is going to be blossoming. Okay. So this is going to be a book, and is it going to be an exhibit as well somewhere? We'll have a, we will have some. Well, you have you own an art gallery for Christ's sake. Yeah, so. we've got our own ga art gallery, right. and there is currently on Julia Street, uh, 440 Julia Street, an exhibition of some of the portraits. But that's why we need the funding so that we can produce and print and frame all of the portraits, 500 plus mothers, restaurant, Pat O'Brien's. Cafe like, Demand. I think I all mean, these people really. would stump up a few bucks, wouldn't you, as well? Yeah, it's just They're a They're all few successful bucks, businesses. Yeah. Pat O'Brien's, <laughs> Mother's, Cafe Demand. You would hope so. Who owns Cafe Demand? They must have tons of money. I don't they know. They don't even have Selling walls. coffee and beignets? I don't know. I guess they make money. It's full so 24 hours a day. Yes. And, and a cup of coffee. That cup, exactly. You can't even get in there. A cup of coffee must cost two cents to make that coffee. Yeah. And yet... They've, they've got it going on. I wouldn't mind one right now, though, a plate mm -hmm. of beignets. Wouldn't you like an order of beignets right now? Always. More a cup of coffee. More coffee. But these are the first places, when I first came to New Orleans in the late 70s, these were the things that you had to do. Cafe de Bon, Mother's, Pat right. O'Brien's, and they, they, they stayed the same. They kind of still are, though. Yeah. Like, when hey. I came here a few years ago, those were the same. They're still the same things. Well, nothing <laughs> much has changed in the last hundred years or so. Hey, Alexandra, where are you playing mostly that people could go hear you? I'm at BJ's on Friday. Um, Ryan Scully from the um, Morning 40 Federation and... Um, God, what's his band's name? I, I, don't give me two, two oh, tequilas. Two tequilas would do it. But we it can runs a Friday find night, it at um, alexandrascott.com. You can once F4 I update else goes it. Wrong. Um, okay. it has a, I had, there was a website problem. And that's this weekend you're talking about? That's this Friday. This Friday. You have a beautiful voice. Oh, thank you. Hey, do you want to do another song? Sure, I'd love to. We have the guitar in you. Yeah. We've got time for one more. Okay. Um, what do you think? Yeah, I can do a is short song. Is this off the new album? No, I'm going to... I would love to do my song called Virginia, which is from my now out-of-print record. Um, you can still get it on alexanderscott.com. Spyglass, which is the first record I made in New Orleans. Um, here you go. Can I just go? Yeah. Okay. <laughs>
loved you from the first time that I saw you. I loved you from the first time I saw you. When I get old, I'm gonna think about each and everything we ever talked about. When I get home, will you still be there? I've been looking for you everywhere. Shadow on the mountain, night coming in. I loved you from the first time that I saw you. Out on the front porch with the breeze on my skin. I loved you from the first time that I saw you. I loved you from the first time I saw you. I loved you from the first time that I saw you. I loved you from the first time I saw you. Yeah, really nice. Beautiful. Thanks, guys. That's Beautiful. off. That's off an album called Spyglass. Spyglass. Very nice. Thank you. Wouldn't you like to be able to do that? Oh, Just I wish I could. Sing. It's amazing. I cannot hit a note. I could teach you. Could you really you could. learn did, did to do that? We could learn to do that. Did you mention earlier that you teach voice lessons? I teach voice and guitar and piano and ukulele. I could, you could learn to sing. Wow. I believe it. I might have to take you up on that. <laughs> I had a teacher in college who said the vocal cords are a muscle like any other, and if you exercise them diligently and regularly, you can learn to sing. You cannot necessarily become Emmylou Harris or who, whoever your ideal of singerdom is, but... Every, everyone should believe that they can learn to sing and I think that if more people sang more people would be happier I grew up with a family that sang together and hmm. singing is I've joy tried. I've exercised those vocal cords and they just get more and more honorary <laughs> they do not want to hit a note hmm. because they're kind of comfortable knowing and I'm not tone deaf I know I'm not hitting the note. It's really frustrating because oh. it's so beautiful. But couldn't you learn? Is that to muscle is what you're saying? You could learn where to put mm -hmm. your larynx or whatever the hell it is in the right spot, I guess, if you really... There are... There, Guy Tam is a great teacher. Um, I, it, you know, like a much better teacher than I am, to be perfectly honest. And, um, who is that? Guy Tam. I, I teach who? at his studio as well. He's oh, who that's who a I person go, here. He's a person he's who Tam. I go to that's for beautiful. lessons. And um, boyfriend takes lessons from him. Um, uh, what does your boyfriend do? Is he just no, 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 boyfriend, the boyfriend. Rap oh, cabaret our friend, artist. our friend, boyfriend. Mm -hmm. Yes. Mm -hmm. How is she doing? I, I don't know. I haven't seen her for ages. I have never. I've only hung out with her at the Offbeat Awards, and it was a very exciting night for me. We, we <laughs> ate cheese She's together. Great. She's awesome. Yeah. We had a long conversation about cheese. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I thought your boyfriend took lessons. So. No. Okay. What does your boyfriend do? Is he in the music he's business? He's a poet, so a we, poet. he's fantastically rich. Yeah. Yes. So this is a very well-rewarded <laughs> occupation. It is. Does poet write, and singer. Does he write lyrics for you? No, you work, I write my write own together? lyrics. You don't write together? We do write together. That's pretty cool. We have a game we play where we just get out a notebook and write alternate lines. Oh, that's um, cool. Yeah, so when's the big day? When are you getting married? I don't know. Oh, you haven't got a plan? That no. You haven't got an engagement ring on, I, I see. I hate jewelry. Oh, really? He was very. Well, you're wearing jewelry, I see. These what are the only it? two rings I like. Um, he was kind enough not to give me a ring because he knew I would hate it. Oh, that's cool. Okay. <laughs> so, are we all invited? Do you think? I think. I think we'll we. Janet can give you a copy of the book for a wedding present. I don't. I don't want any more stuff. Lindsay but has some. We might need. I might need a ready for face. you. I planned one wedding and it was awful. So um, oh. I'm trying very hard to mm. get out of planning another. Well, you, could but just, we'll see. you could just elope and get married. You don't need to. Yeah, we think that's the reason there's no date, right? Yeah, yeah uh... she doesn't need all that bullshit. Well, Alexandra Scott, thank you so much for being here. We've Thanks tried so me. many times to have you on this show. Do you realize that? I, I am hard to get. You're very, very hard <laughs> to get. Ask my boyfriend. I will. If I knew his name, I would ask. Every time we tried to book you on the show, something terrible has happened to you. Do you, do you even know that? No. Yes. What's happened? Uh, maybe that Christian just made all these up. I don't know. Something happened. First of all, someone, you know, I don't know what happened to you. The car broke down or you got well, the flu, you got laryngitis. I did get pneumonia and pneumonia. I was in the hospital that yes, one time. Yes, right. 
And I would awful. get these texts from Christians saying, Alexandra Scott cancer, she has pneumonia. I'm like, oh, come on. You've got to be kidding. <laughs> so thank you God you're healthy again. and you're here. Well, I mean, we'll see what happens when I walk outside. Oh, well, it's I true, might but get it's shot. all over. No. <laughs> Don't say that. That would be exciting. Lin- Lindsay, I know. Lindsay. This would be, I mean, you, it would boost your ratings. You would get like if you five listeners. No. <laughs> we could double. I know. Our listenership to five if something happened. That would that be would doubling. Be amazing. That would be great, because right now we have two and a half, so that would be perfect. That would be amazing. <laughs> okay, well, do you, you want to take one for get, the team? I think you should just give Grayson a gun and get him to shoot me. Those days are pretty much over here on... Uh, leaving L.A. anyway. I know. On Ferret Street. Ferret Street is so gentrified. It could use a good look, shooting. Look what's across the street from <laughs> us. The European Wax Center. A European Wax Center? Is that yes. a sponsor? Is That's it for waxing? <laughs> it's for like, waxing the European style. Can you go get a good waxing? Yes, I can get one free for you. I got a thing that says first wax free. Really? <laughs> yes, if you'd like to use it, I have it. You want it? First wax free. Why don't we European, discuss that off mic? <laughs> European wax center. I'd like to know what the European method of waxing is, actually. So if you'd like to go and do it, I'll you go can investigate back. it and report back. Okay, you've got a deal. I'll be your You're wax reporter. So You're a man okay. on the street right now. Yeah. Yes, thank that would be great. Okay, Alexandra Scott, you're on. Wax person on yeah. the street. All right. <laughs> This and is thank exciting. you, Lindsay Lambert. Thank you for being here as well. Thank you for having me. And we can me. find you at ariaapothecary.com. ariastarkapothecary.com. Or just, Stark or just <laughs> go Sorry. to Austin Hospital. Hey, Jeanette Bowen, thank you so much. And the name of the outfit is Louisiana Cereal. Yes. And if you want to give some money to the Kickstarter. Not give. You get a, a wonderful reward. That's true. You do. You get the book or you get the T-shirt you get or you get book, t-shirt. all sorts of stuff. Yeah. Okay. All right. Hey, thank you so much to Basics Swim and Gym. We can get a full range of workout and fashion clothes, as well as bathing suits and cover-ups and everything you need to go and hang out by the pool and on the beach or at the pool. Do you? Well, that's right on Magazine Street. I need to that's where I got the bra that I'm wearing. Basics underneath. Yes. Wow. Awesome. Amazing. It's full circle. It's my only bra. Wow. You only have one bra, and you got it at Basics underneath. I yes. Wow. What, a, what is the What a great endorsement. And thank you to the Hangover Destroyer, the only all-natural product medically proven to prevent a hangover. You can go to hdestroyer.com. Please take some Hangover Destroyer. You can go to hdestroyer.com and write happy hour on the coupon code and get 30% off of your first order of Hangover Destroyer. How can it destroy a hangover with no caffeine? I have no idea. Graham DuPonte is the producer of our show, and Alison Moon and April Stolf are our associate producers. Christian Unruh is our music director, and Jean Valois is our music producer, Thomas Walsh is our technical director and Asher Griffith and Grayson Jernigan are responsible for putting this show live on Facebook. Good luck to Grayson when he's back to LA. We'll see if he makes it on next week's show as well. Our theme music was written by and is currently being played by Mitch Foreman. If you'd like to be on our show and you can stay upright for about an hour and drink alcohol, drop us a line. Our address is on our website. It's neworleans.com where you can also find many other hours of happy hour that we've recorded previously that you might like to listen to as well as other shows we make here at INO Broadcasting including Out to Lunch with Peter Rashidi live from Commander's Palace and Louisiana Eats with Poppy Tooker. You can find other great Louisiana podcasts as well at itsacadiana.com and at itsbatonrouge.la. You can keep up with us on Facebook and Twitter and a bunch of other time-sucking social media. On all of it, we're called It's New Orleans. You can find photos from this show on itsneworleans.com and on our Facebook page too. These photos are taken by Alison Moon. If you're listening to this on your favorite podcast app, thank you so much for subscribing to us. Take a moment, if you can, to rate and review us. That helps other people find us. Our show is recorded live today at Wayfair on Ferret Street in Uptown New Orleans. Happy Hour is a production of INO Broadcasting for itsneworleans.com. For Andrew Duhon, who's on the road, but back here next week. And everyone else around the table here at Wayfair. And back at our office at INO Broadcasting. Thanks for joining us. I'm Grant Morris. We'll see you back here next week for more Thank Happy you. Hour. Bye, Thank boys. You, bye. Bye-bye.